Welcome to the Player Development Pod, presented by Beyond the Field. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Ed Jones II. I'm the founder of the Beyond the Field program and an experienced player development professional. This podcast is here to bring exposure to the player development field with the goal of creating generational impact in athletics and other surrounding areas. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend time with me on this platform. In today's episode, we will continue our series called The Questions of Player Development. We will begin the show after this ad by our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Beyond the Field Program, LLC. Beyond the Field is now providing consulting services. The services are the following. Staff consulting, program evaluation, program creation, and player development education. Please head to btfprogram.com and click on our consulting tab to find out more. We help you help athletes create generational impact. All right, today we continue the series called The Questions of Player Development. The past year, I collected a number of questions for my next book that I would write. I decided why not bring those questions to this podcast. Today, we will cover questions 25 through 27. Question 25, how do you assess productivity of your program? As stated in episode 13, go listen to episode 13 if you haven't. I create a end of year review for the department. It fully goes over what was done throughout the year. This helps me look back and create a SWOT analysis of the player development program. The SWOT analysis, as you all know, or maybe you don't know, uh, is strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. I'm able to break down what was done and evaluate the productivity of our programming. I'm a big believer in assessing the program while it happens, looking at the body language of student athletes during the program. In my role, I was around guys every day, and I knew the differences in their engaged body language and their unengaged body language. This is something I learned while teaching high school students. I also like to talk to guys about programming. Maybe a day later, you know, at breakfast, lunch, maybe before weights, before practice, you know, but they they honestly let you know what they've learned. What was it in the programming that will help them and what are they applying to their life? When it comes to analytical data and assessments, I was just starting to dive into those. I work with amazing professional Corey Pinkett, who did an incredible job of receiving feedback from our student athletes in her programming. I love the model she used and the way she shared it with our coaching staff. So she would get feedback and it was immediate. They did, you know, uh, apps, different things like that, videos, and then they would share that with us. I'm doing my own research on numerical assessments and data because I believe that there is merit to that for sure. But I still believe in using your eyes to assess as some feedback doesn't always tell the truth. You know, I know we've had players that just click yes, click yes. If it's one out of five, they just go five, 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 so they can get it done. The numerical feedback is good, but I also want to use my eyes with that because I know these young men, I've been around them, and I know when they're getting it. Most of my assessments have been qualitative, but I'm making space for quantitative ones. Question 26, what are some of the challenges that you face with student athletes when running a program like this? And what is the success you see at the end of the program? As discussed in episode 12, go give it a listen if you haven't listened to it yet. The two biggest challenges are getting the student athletes to understand the benefit of the program and finding time in their busy schedule. Let's talk about players understanding the benefits first. Getting players to see the future and prepare for the future can be tough at times. 
They are focused on their lives right now and don't realize how quickly their time as athlete will come and go. Now, their be where your feet are mindset has merit when it comes to training and preparing for the weekly opponent. We want them to give the same efforts also to the future possibility as well without causing stress or pressure on their right now mindset. I have moments when during the off season, I wanna help with resumes, network connections, and other off the field opportunities. And players will say, uh, you know what? I'll worry about that my senior year. You know, I'll worry about that a little bit down the line. Helping them understand that preparing these skills right now, as they do when they train in their sport, they're preparing for a game or, or their time to play if they're young, whatever it may be, when you're getting them to understand these off the field skills, these, you know, personal skills, these, uh, you know, professional skills, it, it can be tough to get them to understand that that real world moment will come just like the game will come. I spend a lot of time helping them see, I don't want to take anything away from your athletic preparation, but I do want you as you prepare athletically to prepare your life for the real world when it comes. I want to give them space. You know, I don't want to, hey, hey, that time's come. I want to give them space. But in that space, also create reality so they have a better understanding of developing their future. Let's talk about scheduling. This is the tougher of the two challenges as this presents a challenge, even if the player understands the benefits of the programming or not. The schedule of a student athlete is jam packed. It can be tough to get player development on the schedule as academic and athletic requirements normally fill the schedule. In the spring semester and the summer semester, as I've said before, are the best times to program. Even during those times, coaches want their players to watch film and other things to get better at playing the game. Totally understand that. There are so many departments in football vying for time. You got the coaching staff, academic staff, the strength staff, the training staff, the nutritional staff, the applied performance staff, the sports information staff, the compliance staff, and the recruiting staff. With all these departments looking for time on the schedule, it can be tough to get player development in that schedule at times. I am thankful for any time given to me and have ensured that the time I get is not only effective, but efficient also. You want to make sure when you get that time, you are using it well. The success you see with these challenges are great. First, seeing the players understand your purpose and helping them develop for their real world futures is incredible. Seeing them attending, engaging, and getting the most out of the programming or resources is great. Them turning into ambassadors for the program in the locker room creates a monumental shift. So for me, when those guys go into that locker room and the young guys are coming in, the recruits, the, the new signees, whatever it may be, their teammates that are hard uh, to, to break, uh, that you know may only see this stuff is further on down the line. When they go in that locker room and become ambassadors, it creates a great shift. Secondly, the success of getting time on the calendar and those above you understanding the importance of it. I've had moments in my career where a coach or administrator sees the effectiveness and efficiency of my programming. When they see how the programming affects their players, I am rewarded with more time on the schedule. That's what you want. You want more time. Now, I don't want all the time and I'm not going to take time or fill programs just because there is time. I want to be strategic with that. But when you're allowed to get more time, it is cool. As said before, this position is challenging, but the rewards are great. Question 27, what are some tactics or advice you would give to keep athletes engaged in the conversation to someone who is aspiring to be in athlete development? All right, if you're aspiring to be in athlete development, I would say one of the most important things and one of the most overlooked things is to be true to yourself. Student athletes are very smart and know when someone is not being their authentic self. 
They're studying you. They study their coaches. They study staff. They're studying everybody. And they know when somebody is not being who they say they are. The more authentic you are, the more they will engage in what you have to say. Along those lines, be who you say you are and model who you want to be. Too many times in my career, I've seen athletes tune out individuals because they publicly pronounce one thing and they live life one way, but the athletes see the true person. So if you're a person that says, hey, my door is open, you can come in here whenever this is a safe space, come on in here. And every time they go into your office, your area, you're on the phone or you're doing something, you're not giving them the undivided attention that you said you would give them. They're not going to come around. They see that, hey, that that sounded good, but this person's not living that out. As a professional, you will have interesting programming, topics and resources, but it doesn't matter if they don't think you're genuine. All right, it's time for the former player shout out. I want to give recognition to those that I've coached or led who are doing great things beyond the field. This episode, I want to give a shout out to Drake Moore. Drake played football for us at Side Lakes High School. He was one of the hardest working, trustworthy, and reliable players I coached at Side Lakes. I coached Drake in two sports and knew if I needed something done, I could rely on Drake to get it done. Throughout his collegiate football career, he maintained a 3.8 GPA. He made the dean's list twice. He was also inducted into the College Honor Society. He graduated in 2019, obtaining a Bachelor of Science in Kinesiology, Sports Performance, General Business, and Engineering. After graduating, he became a professional athlete. Unfortunately, his career was cut short due to injury. Currently, he works at Memorial Hermann Ironman Sports Medicine Institute as a physical therapist tech. He assists the physical therapist in returning patients to a high level of functioning. And during this, he has served as a mentor to young athletes returning to sports. Drake, I'm proud of you, man. I'm excited that you took something that happened in your life and have used that to fuel and create impact in others. Well, that's all for today. Thank you for taking time to listen. Go follow Beyond the Field on Twitter and IG at BTF underscore program and on Facebook at BTF program. These episodes are also loaded onto YouTube so you can find us there. Search Beyond the Field program and subscribe there. Tag us on social media and let us know what you've learned about player development from today's show. Use hashtag PDPod as a hashtag for our show. Go visit the website, btfprogram.com, and check out the resources and the blogs. On the website, you can purchase the Beyond the Field ebook. It details the Beyond the Field program I use in player development for the last six years. Subscribe, 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 subscribe to this podcast on the platform you're listening to. Please rate and leave a review of the show. It would mean so much to me. Share this podcast if you believe it will benefit someone to learn more about player development. Next episode, we continue our questions of player development series with questions 28 through 30, in which we will discuss my decision to leave the coaching track and get into administration, what was the biggest challenge with student-athletes during COVID, and how important is personal welfare to career development for student-athletes that are pursuing the next level. I look forward to the next podcast. Thank you for tuning in and spending your valuable time with me. God bless you. Have a great day. Go out and create generational impact today. Don't wait. Create that generational impact today.